What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we're going to jump right into it today. A few things to discuss. I would say the biggest news that kind of came out recently was the fact that Juan Soto turned down a massive extension offer from the Nationals, and now he is potentially going to be on the trade block. This is a huge development. So, apparently, the Nats offered him a $440 million extension over 15 years. Comes out to $29.3 million a year for 15 years. That is a huge contract in terms of total value, in terms of years. I mean, 15 years is 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 a really long time. But apparently he's turned it down, and the Nats are, are now going to listen to trade offers for Juan Soto. It's a huge development because we know that Soto already turned down an offer... This past winter, that was 13 years, 350. Now they go 15 years, 440. Clearly, the the thing is, Soto wants a higher average annual value, right? Like, he's already making $17 million this year in his second year of arbitration. So this deal would take him to 29.3 a year. He probably believes he can make more than that after seeing what some other guys have been getting. For example, look at Max Scherzer, who just signed for like three years, 123 with the Mets making 41 million a year. Soto's looking for something like that, you know. So if you look at a guy like Mike Trout's deal, you know, Trout currently has the the largest contract, right? 426.5 million, but in terms of AAV, Trout's making above 30 million a year. So that's probably what Soto's looking for. He's probably looking for something like 35 million a year. So if I had to guess maybe something like 10 years 350 is his starting point. Something like that, because even if he signs a 10-year deal, he can get another deal because he's so young. You know, Soto is 23. So if he gets a 10-year deal now, he'll still be in his, you know, in, in his early to mid-30s when he could potentially get another short deal at the end of his career. That's probably what he's thinking. But nonetheless, that's it's a huge, huge development because the Nats are now saying that they're open to trade offers for this guy when they previously... We're not. And I mean, that would be a blockbuster. I mean, could he be moved by this year's trade deadline? August 2nd is the trade deadline this season. Soto does not become a free agent until after the 2024 season. So the Nats could keep him for two more seasons after this one. Or if they trade him now, if they trade him now, they will get an absolute haul because having two years of control before free agency is very attractive for any team, and they would get a King's Ransom for Juan Soto. So talks are ongoing, but are ongoing, but uh, the team is definitely traded or open to trading the coveted slugging right fielder. It's very, very interesting. I don't know how this is going to play out, but Soto obviously has a number, and he's trying to get his value. Very interesting. I, I I haven't seen, I mean, obviously 440 for the total value would be the highest in baseball history, but it's that average annual value. It's that AAV. The Nats are spreading out the cost by making it 15 years, which obviously is, is a really long deal. And Soto's like, no, give me, give me more money up front. I don't want to have to wait 15 years to, to grab all that cash. So we'll see where this goes. But if they do decide to trade him, I'm not really sure who would be some, who would be some teams that are interested in, in trading for him i mean i don't know i mean you'd have a lot of teams 
But um, obviously a team with deep pockets. So we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. In other news, in other news, the Yankees beat up on the Red Sox. And I want to highlight Matt Carpenter and Aaron Judge, especially Matt Carpenter. So both Carpenter and Judge had two home runs on Saturday. But Carpenter, I mean, he's been going off. So he had he had two home runs, seven RBIs. This is someone who was in the minor leagues at the beginning of the season. The minor leagues for the Texas Rangers. Now he's come over to the Yankees. And he has 13 home runs and 75 at-bats. I mean, he's just putting up monster numbers. He, he just has, has, has been a godsend for the New York Yankees. It's been really tough to get him out. 13 homers and 75 at-bats. Just let that sink in. I mean, he's only played 30 games for the Yankees. And he's putting up these kind of numbers. He's being penciled in there. And he has a 14.06 OPS. He's hitting 360. His numbers are just insane across the board. And he did it yet again with two home runs on Saturday. And now he's, you know, he and Aaron Judge are, are the best hitters in the Yankee lineup. Pretty remarkable. But the, the Yankees beat up on the Red Sox 14-1 on Saturday. James and Tyon was on the mound, but the offense really just teed off. And, um, yeah, so apparently Carpenter is just the seventh major leaguer to hit at least 13 home runs through his first 30 games with the club. Hasn't been done very often. What he's doing is pretty historic. In other news, in other news, the MLB draft is on Sunday. So we will definitely keep an eye on that. That is, that is an interesting, that, that is an interesting event, obviously, because that's when you see the next guys coming up. I'm always a huge fan of the draft. Uh, you know, some, some names are on there that, that we've seen before. For example, Kumar Rocker will be trying to get drafted again. You know, he was drafted in the first round last year. We know that he failed to reach an agreement. After, you know, the Mets were were not satisfied with his medicals. And he's going to try to get drafted again this year. He is projected to be a first-round pick yet again. But we are going to see some names, some interesting names in Sunday's draft because these are names of former Major League players. These are sons of former Major League players. You have Andrew Jones' son, former star outfielder Andrew Jones, his son, Drew Jones is is projected to go pretty early. You have Jackson Holiday, who is the son of Matt Holiday. He is projected to go pretty early. You know, you have a lot of guys with major league bloodlines. Cam Collier, he is the son of former major leaguer Lou Collier. A lot of these guys have big league bloodlines, and and you're going to see their names called Justin Crawford, you know, son of Carl Crawford, and and the list goes on and on and on. I keep going, but we'll do a deeper dive. You know, in our next episode, after we see exactly these guys, where these guys go, but definitely tune in for that. That will be 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night. So that's going to do for today. Just a bit of a short one as we are in the middle of the weekend. But if you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.